This is not for kids. Hey. When you're older. I try to tell him it's fine. When she's older. <laughs> okay. Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with. So please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. You open up a book. It seems to be a collection of poetry. Make Eri or Uluglacia? If we beat you in a spell, we'll share some information with you and you gotta keep it a secret. Here you go. The Grove Badge. Maddie, just without like any words, just starts digging. You manage to pull it out. The remains of a tattered and ruined mask. How did you know that was there? I... I don't know. I heard it. Yeah, this looks like the type of thing that Maple would love to get her hands on. Got a friend over in Maycoon Town. Uh, his name's Rochambeau. He could probably help you out with that stuff. Before we go any further, I think at this point you have gotten enough experience on this journey and you each get one point to apply to your approaches. So keep in mind your experiences that you've uh, gained on your trip here. Pick which approach you think would best serve you well or you have gained the most experience in. So those are the, the skills, right? Yeah, they're the approaches you roll for, like careful, clever. That sort of stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I think I have some ideas. All right, well, let's start with you then while everyone else uh, looks at their stats. Yeah. So what do you have in mind then? Honestly, Maddie has become so much more forceful than I thought she was going to be when I first started like making this sheet. So I definitely think forceful. Okay, we'll bump that up from a mediocre at zero to average at uh, plus one. I'll just adjust your macros and stuff real quick so you don't have to touch anything on your character sheet because these codes are so breakable. (laughs) Maddie, you can feel your muscles toned after all these experiences of roughing it out in the wilds, and you have a plus one to forceful now. Uh, I think I know which one Chris Chris, Chris would do. Definitely in his entire trip with Maddie and Velma, he's, he's become a lot more... As as sad as it is to say, he has become a, a bit more forceful. Just kind of <laughs> Maddie pulled it out of him. Yeah, <laughs> this probably is the thing that um up, that he'll that he'll be getting upgraded is is forceful. Okay. Dry and I came into this game like, look at our sweet bean characters, and then they started yelling at each other, and it all went downhill from there. Uh, yep. <laughs> Those are some spicy beans. Some spicy <laughs> beans. <laughs> so again, with you, Chris, same thing. This journey has been harder on your body than you're used to, but. You're picking up the pace, you're keeping up with the youngsters, and your forceful goes up to two at fair. Hmm, Suddenly I feel like yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Anger. Last but not least. I'm having trouble deciding between careful and clever, because Velma's definitely been a lot more cautious than I originally intended her to be. I think we will go with... uh, Hmm... Anyone got a coin? 
Oh, we can do a callback. Hold on. That's right. We did that in another episode. The sweet spot. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll bring her up. Give me a second. Let's just be clear. Heads is clever. Tails is careful. Yes. Okay. Hey, Siri. Heads or tails? It's tails. Nice. Nice. Fair enough. Hey, Siri. I appreciate you. Yes, tell her you love her. I don't know what you mean by, hey, Siri, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'll a web search for it. She's never Ooh. known love. Aww. She has not. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've realized in this journey that maybe going head first, dust blasters ablazing, is not usually the best answer. And you've come to pair your massive intellect with a dash of caution. And your careful goes up to mediocre at zero. Yeah, yeah I'm mediocre now. I'm careful as fuck. <laughs> That's about the only uh, boost I'll give you for right now. You are still locked with aspects. You're still at your same HP and fate points. Okay. We cut back to the three of you shortly after your victory at the Russet Town Gym. After you have healed up your Pokemon and you guys retire for the evening to the laboratory of Professor Maple. Did you guys have any plans or things you wanted to do before you retire for the night? Well, Chris would like to congratulate Maddie and Velma on a job well done for earning the second badge. Go do that. He walks up to them as they're like either flopped on the ground from having a very exhausting day or they're just lounging around and he just goes up and he says, I am so proud of you. Look, you guys. We're just thrown in the deep end and you did extremely well. See, I knew you had it in you. Now aren't you, now aren't you happy I did that? I, I guess, but I just don't understand why you didn't join us. We would have been much better off. Now, now, the one thing you have to always remember, expect the unexpected. This is not a time for life lessons. Uh, mm. Remember to keep your promise. You're joining us for the next I know, I I know, I know, I know, I'm doing that. But I cannot, I have to say, it was really adorable to see you two fighting against each other. This is so cute. I love seeing you guys going and working together using Pokemon you've never used before. It was so adorable. I wish I used the camera. Oh, brother. I'm not adorable. And he just like starts crying. He's like, I wish I could see my little baby girl in all her gym house. Let's go. Okay. All right, call the water. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't cry, but... <laughs> Maybe we should get you some ice cream. <laughs> okay, ice cream sounds nice. Do we have any? I don't know. I'll go check. So Velma gets up and she makes her way to the kitchen and she tries to look into the freezer to see if there's any kind of sweet treat to give them. Um, it's a bit difficult for you. The handle for the freezer door is well above your head, but you manage to pry it open, and you look, and I guess roll for hearts? I don't know. (laughs) Roll for ice cream. Roll for ice cream. Like I said, heart. If ice cream isn't a part of your heart, I don't know what is. That and chocolate frosting. Mm, All kinds of frosting. Hold on, while we're waiting for it to roll, favorite flavors go. Of ice cream? Yes. Um, I... I'm a lover of Cherry Garcia or Milk and Cookies. And then I also just love like a good Oreo or mint chip. Mine's a Moose tracks. Also, Velma got a one as her heart roll. Okay. With that average roll, I don't know why I gamified this whole thing, but okay. Um, 
you go, you look in the freezer, you find a half gallon of chocolate ice cream. This should do nicely. She tries her best to reach into the fridge, but she's really struggling with it. It takes a bit of finagling around, making sure the uh, the frozen foods don't fall on you, or else you'll never be seen again. After a very careful surgical movement, you pull out the ice cream without playing a game of Jenga. Y'all, I found some ice cream. Y'all like chocolate? Ooh, of course. Ooh, chocolate does sound really nice. All right, get your bus in here. And the three of you... Enjoy some chocolate ice cream. Mm, so good. Mm. You guys ever wonder how they make chocolate ice cream in the Pokemon world? Because of the milk? Well, they probably use... Wait, are you asking, like, us? Or are you asking the characters? So Chris looks at Maddie and Velma and says, <laughs> you ever wonder how they, how they make ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, like, looks at Chris... And then looks at the ice cream. And she goes, I I really hope it's from a milk tank. Where else would it be from? Don't ask questions you're not ready to receive the answers for. Okay, I looked it up. We're safe. There is vegan ice cream that doesn't but use also, eggs. But also milk tank. Ice cream doesn't have eggs in it. Some Some have eggs. Apparently. What? If it's custard, it has eggs. Oh, true. Okay. It could be like from a milk, a milk, a milkery could add stuff to it, couldn't it? It adds itself. It's kind of not cannibalism unless it eats itself. But milk tanks are just cows. They probably milk them. Well, I mean, you can make ice cream that way or you could just eat the Pokemon that's made of ice. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Look, we already had our eggless fruit salad moment before. We can't have another one here. <laughs> Moving on. We're five minutes in. We like the lore, apparently. <laughs> so do I, honestly. But we got to get to the season finale somewhere. All right, let's do it. So we're eating ice cream. Is the professor home? Oh, no, no. She's still out on her business trip. All right. So mm. I think it's just an ice cream night. All right. Ice cream and possibly movie night. <gasps> we should watch. Ooh, what would be a Pokemon pun for a movie? Hold on. Zoo Batman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pokemon, I choose you, the movie. Yeah, we watch, we watch like the actual Pokemon movies. <laughs> I like Zoo Batman. Zoo Batman sounds nice. Movie puns. Wait, movie puns with Pokemon moves. This is a know your meme. Okay. Okay, let's listen. Space Jam. Wa- wait, Space Jam wants to move to learn the moves. This is lame. It's just his Pokemon named Space Jam. Burn it. Yeah. Twilight Wings, but it's just Twilight and Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, wait. Okay, this is not right. Yeah, I think Zubatman, The Great Ghastly. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I like that. I, I like Ooh, that I one like a that lot. One. All right, I think we should watch The Great Ghastly. The Great Ghastly. Chris is like, how about a classic from my childhood? <laughs> you see, my dear children, we are going to watch a classic tonight called The Great Ghastly. What's that? Well, some of the things I can explain because Velma's here, so I'll have to skip some of those parts. Ah. You enjoy... A very classy movie, for the most part. And I'm assuming you fast forward the parts where uh, Velma's poor innocent eyes can't take it. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> this is not for kids. Hey. When you're older. I try to tell him it's fine. When she's older. <laughs> okay. Hey, howdy hoodaloo. It's your friendly GMK here to hang with you for another pause menu. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Hope you are enjoying it. We have a Patreon if you feel like supporting the show that way. Get yourself some goodies like name in the credits of the YouTube release. Access to bonus tidbits. Uh, This week we actually looked into my music composition process. Specifically, 
using the Great Gatsby transition music you just heard as an example. So that's fun. And for our Ultra Baller tier patrons at $10 and up, you get your name spoken aloud and immortalized here in the pause menu. So, special thanks to Cami Cat, Dongo the King, Donkey Oto, Doodle Boy, Lizzie McPoof, and Mr. Someone. Of course, being or staying a patron may not be an option depending on your financial situation. But you know what's free and priceless? Good old word of mouth. So, tweet about the show using the hashtag PKMNLegacy. And we may use your handle as the name of one of our NPCs. Uh, no new names in this episode, though. Uh, I think there's one next episode, uh, so there's that. Oh, and I got a plug. Alexander Trevino, over at Zelda Universe, put together a full story dub of Breath of the Wild, voice acting and everything. And I got to be a part of it. I got to voice uh, Picango, the old traveling painter you meet in Kakariko Village. So if you want to check out me or the rest of the huge and very talented cast, uh, go check that out after you're done here. Right, so next episode will be either two or three weeks from now. Probably three, because I've been really busy lately. Actually, uh, my playtesters are about to finish their campaign, which has been about three years in the making now. Their time in Appalachia is almost over, so I want to make sure I either give them a big send-off, or I give them a big send-off. Oh, and do not try to get anything out of them. Oh, no. Okay, back to the episode on pause. And you all get ready for bed. Maddie and Velma, you go into your room. Maddie, you put down your knapsack onto the ground, and you can still hear the uh, wooden clatter of the mask pieces uh, bump against your sketchbook for your fashion studies. So she's lying down, and she... Hey, Velma, uh, are, are you awake? Is is that a, a no? <laughs> why, why is it? Why is it? It's, it's just... Do you mind if I just ask you something for a second? <sighs> Go away. It's just, I, I can't seem to get my mind off of these pieces that we found. I just don't know what they are. Hmm. Huh. Is that so? I mean, what could they be? I, I just, I, I could hear them almost talking to me, and, and I just, I just don't understand what it is, and I... I I really think we need to get answers. Hurt them? Well, yes. When we were back fighting the Menkies, I I just knew that it was there underground. What did they say? It's, it's not that they said anything exactly. I just... It was almost as if I only heard them in my mind. Like, I just knew they were there. Do you still have it with you? And she rummages in her bag and she pulls out the mask pieces and lays them out on the ground in front of Velma. The item is still in pieces covered in dried up clay and dirt. It's a rather filthy sight, honestly. Uh, Maybe we should try washing them? I don't exactly know how to clean something like this. Archaeology isn't my strong suit. Does the professor have a bathtub? I guess it's kind of hard to give it a little rinse. Yeah. 
So you look around the house for a bit. Chris, are you asleep at this point right now? I definitely would say that Chris is, is pretty <laughs> much comatose because he's, he's Can old. Can Maddie and Velma flood the house? <laughs> oh, no. The night is still young, my friend. <laughs> Please don't pull some Home Alone BS. Come on. Chi-Chi, we're going to flood the house. Hell yeah. Uh, we're going to clog the drain with clay and dirt. And it's just going to go from there. Oh, no. This is someone else's place. This is Professor Maple's laboratory. <laughs> Here we go. Maybe we can get her attention then. Maybe she'll come home. Oh, no. A, c- a cry for help. <laughs> um, you're very careful not to be too disruptive as you soft shoe your way to the master bath. Chris, where are you sleeping anyway? Would you be sleeping in the master bedroom or would you be sleeping on the couch or what? Uh, probably in like this... Professor Maple have like a recliner chair, like a lazy boy. Yeah, she has a big recliner chair. For you, sitting it reminds you of when you were just a little kid. Oh, yeah? It's that big. You know those huge, oversized porch chairs that are sometimes outside of like stores and stuff? Oh, so the, he, he definitely is enjoying that, that recliner. I feel like he, after eating ice cream, he just sat there while they were watching, uh, watching The Great Ghastly. And as they're getting ready for bed, Chris is like... Uh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> just like immediately just it's asleep yeah. and it is so soft and you don't notice as uh, Maddie and Velma soft shoe past you to the master bedroom and head into the bathroom it is pretty spacious. Uh, there's this dark wood paneling for the walls and a stone tile floor surrounding the place and the shower and bath is sitting to the side, right next to this uh, circular window with the blinds drawn down. It is a rather big tub. Let's get to work. Right. So Maddie starts running the water. A little warm, you know. Maybe something that can, like, soften the clay a bit to get it off. Sure, sure, sure. Um, she, like, <laughs> she, like, feels it's like, I-, I think this is good. Should we put in soap? Ah, uh, maybe a little bit. Just a tiny bit. We don't want to create too much of a mess. You'll regret those words, Chi-Chi. Um, <laughs> because Maddie... <laughs> Maddie is like, yes, yes, of course, of course. And she grabs, like, the liquid soap, and she just, like, starts squirting some in. Her hand slips, <laughs> and then it, like, spills. Whoa. All in there. What was that? I, it was an accident! Yeah, is this whole time, are you guys, like, yelling, or are you, like, whisper yelling? Oh, it's definitely, like, it definitely was whisper yelling, like... I'm sorry, it was an accident. That was like an industrial-sized bottle. I didn't mean to do it. Yeah, the soap is, is trickling out, and it's like swirling around the bathtub as it fills up. We should probably start washing this thing. Yeah, let's do it like this. So Maddie like tosses it in, and she grabs a little, uh, what's it called? The floof. Floof. Scrubber. What's the floof? Loofa. What's it? Loofa. Loofa. She grabs a little loofa, and she starts scrubbing it, and she like tosses one to Velma as well. And they're definitely like... Swablu-shaped loofahs. Of course, of course. Yeah, these are heavy-duty loofahs as well. Yes. I want you guys to make a... Well, careful is out of the, out of the question right now. <laughs> this is a forceful check. All right. Both of you. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ah! <laughs> oh, wait, no, this is good because we're forceful on the scrubbing. What are your rolls? I got a three. I got a one. Maddie, with that good three, you were able to really put some elbow grease into it and really scrub most of that caked mud and dirt off of it. It starts uh, brushing off into the tub. Velma, it's a bit hard for you. 
you're too short for this big tub, and it's very hard to get a good foothold. And <gasps> half of you slips into the tub. You grab onto the side quick enough so you don't go all the way in, but your right side, like your 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 leg and your socks. Ew, wet socks. They wet. You demon. My socks. My socks are so wet. <laughs> I think I'm getting most of it off. Are there any changes or anything? Anything you didn't see before? I don't know, okay, are there any changes? <laughs> the mask is still fragmented, and there's still some heavy dirt ingrained into it, but you got a lot of the like the masses that were hanging off of the mask. So you can actually see the general shape of it. What's it made of? Oh, it's made out of a very thick uh, old wood. Not quite petrified, but it seems more solid than just your regular run-of-the-mill wood. She pulls them out of the bathtub and kind of starts to put them on the floor, seeing if she can, like, figure out, like, to piece them together. Why don't you make a clever check? All right. I got a two. With that fair roll, you are very gingerly placing them together. Maybe you're afraid that too much roughhousing will damage it or something. Well, more than it already is. You're able to place each piece carefully where you think they would go. It still needs some tender loving care. The ropes that are bound around it and hanging off them with the feather ornamentation, the, the, those edges are very frayed. There's a lot of scratches and markings on the mask that you're assuming shouldn't be there because they're not the same color as the other markings that you can see peering out from underneath the mud that's still caked on there. You can see its general shape. It's a sort of face mask thing that kind of looks like it has either twigs or branches or antlers coming out of it like horns. What could this be? I wonder if the professor has a book about this. I mean, maybe. Should we wake up Chris? Hmm. Uh, maybe we should clean up this mess. Yeah, we should probably shut off the water. You say as the water starts to trickle around your feet. Uh, ah! That might be a good idea. And then Velma goes over to try to shut off the... <laughs> Can she break off the handle by accident? Yes! This is a very sturdy handle, made for a very large woman. Oh, uh, okay. In other words, Kay says, don't flood the house. That and you're not strong enough to flood the house. No. You're weak. More power. <laughs> well, we can flood the back. Yeah, flood the I bathroom? mean, you could, guys can turn off the faucet. The faucet. The faucet. The faucet. faucet. All right. The faucet is off then. And it takes you maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes to actually sop up everything with the, those fluffy towels inside the pantry or the closet. After a while... You'll probably need to shower yourselves after all this hard work, <laughs> but you can do that in a regular-sized shower somewhere else in the house. For now, you guys said you wanted to check the library? Yes. yes. You guys step out into the main living room library place. You see Chris sound asleep in the large armchair. Oh, but he looks so sweet asleep. Are you sure we should wake him? Maddie says as she like is squelching across the floor. 
Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Grody. You said it, not me. <laughs> Maybe we can try looking for it ourselves first. She says, looking up at the bookshelf, which is just towering. <laughs> Where should we start? What do we got, Kay? It's a very large bookcase. You already looked into it for a second. That's where you found that one poem. Mm-hmm. So what exactly are you looking for? Let me ask you that. Um, maybe just something on like if she has like an ancient or just like masks, like ancient mask book or. Or something similar to that King's Tower book that, that uh, we found earlier that had the writing. Right. In it. Because I'm I'm looking at the ancient ballad and I mean, it could be something about the ballad that the mask is related to. Why don't you make a clever roll? Both of you, if you're both searching. All right. Will do. I got a two. I got dang it. When will I get the roll karma? So that's a two and a, go ahead and say it. I got a zero. Oh, oh no, you're not smart. No. <gasps> oh, so mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm the evil genius. I'm the one who's science. I'm the video game boy. I'm the one who wins. <laughs> Come on, I had a whole folder called handouts. Where the heck did it go? I don't know. I'm looking at this uh, ancient ballad again, and it's something about the king, the age of the king. As, ooh, how do I pronounce that? Ooh, Glacia? You got it, actually. Wow. Is that right? Ooh, Glacia? Yeah. Um, from what you're able to, to decipher from that, yes, that's how you pronounce nice. it. Nice. So I'm just thinking that maybe this mask has come from the Age of Kings. Why would that ballad be important otherwise? So you look through all those tomes and look through it. She seems to collect a lot of books on folklore and mythology. A lot of from different regions. Uh, one from Unova, one from Hoenn. Um, even with your best efforts, you can't really find anything more than you already found from that one book with that torn page. The torn page. Where's the torn page? No, no, no. That's that's the page that kind of fell out of the book for you, the poem. The book was called The King's Tome, Volume 2. Oh, I was like, I was like, it's a missing page. Who took the page? Who took the page? Who took the page? Um, is that book with the page still there? Uh, yes. Did I ever show Velma that ballad? I do not remember. So Maddie's scanning the bookshelf and she comes across this book that she had seen prior. Something strikes her and she she recalls something from the poem, the ballad that she had read and she I wonder and she grabs the book again and the ballad is still there. Do you think that maybe it has something to do with this? And she hands the ballad to Velma. Okay, can you give us a, can you, do you mind giving us a read of this again? You can read it yourselves. Oh my God, I, if I can pronounce it all. Give us a dramatic reading. Oh my goodness. With their French accent. Ooh. You are relying on my theater degree far too much. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Or, or, or Velma reads it. Yeah, Velma, you read it. Ooh. With my lisp. You read it. <laughs> Here you go. A champions of Boreal Squall, Quartel from coldest charm thou art. 
Aguirre shows her most faithful thrall, thine holy words thou shalt impart. Make airy o'er Uglesia high, shroud out the light of heaven's devil. Thy wintry wind shall pierce the sky, throughout the demise shall I take reveal. By cold might, thine storm shall sing, so sayeth I, the king of kings. This has to be something relevant, right? Well, it sounds like something from a long time ago, at least. It could be from the same time period. Aw, oh, they do work together. That's adorable. <sighs> oh, Velma, what are you reading? Seems really advanced, but you did a good job. I was reading this, uh, poem. Oh, a poem? I don't think I've seen a poem in... Why is there mud on the floor? Uh, no reason. Uh, do you know anything about this mud poem? floor. Asleep for like ten minutes. What? What did I miss? Nothing, nothing. Really, this is much more important. Do you have any ideas about this poem? And Maddie like shoves the ballad in his face. <laughs> Questions for later, okay? Wait, did you guys rip this out? No, no, no. It was like that already. I, I promise. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Just believes him. Uh, uh, oh, champion, warrior, squall, cartel, and the coldest charm thou art, uh, hocus pocus, I ain't afraid of no ghostess, uh, um, yeah, definitely seems, seems quite old. It's like ye old type writing. All right, Mr. Adult, what does it mean? Uh, well, I can probably make out some of it, but it seems to be as though it's talking about what can I, what can, what I can assume as something in an arc in like a mountain and having to go to the top of it and possibly doing something to call forth the king of kings is what it sounds like then again i could be completely wrong because you know ye olden writing it seems to be a bit far 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 away from my a mountain yeah like uh it says is, is there any nearby um have we gone by any any mountains, Kay? So far, you have not gone into any mountainous area? Uh, well, uh, we can take a look at the map. Huh. Yeah, there seems to be a, a mountain called Mount Ambrosia near Pippin Town. Yeah! We should go to Pippin Town! Oh, okay, um... Sorry, that was so obnoxious. <laughs> question, why? You remember that thing that I found when we were fighting the Mankeys? You didn't take it, did you? Look, I think that it, I <sighs> look, I think that it's important, and I think we need to figure out what it means and why, because there is a lot of crazy stuff going on, and I think this could be what links it all together. And just to be clear, um, her taking it wasn't a secret. You guys. Even tried to show it to uh, Phoenix to get some information on it. Chris just assumed she would just give him the mask because uh, uh, it gives him the heebie-jeebies. I think it's important, and I, I, I think that we were meant to find it. We were meant to find a mask. Yes! Think about all the cool mysteries we could solve! Mm. And he did call out to her. Literally, apparently. <sighs> okay. So you're 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 pretty you're pretty dead set on going to this mountain, aren't you? 
I think we have to. Okay, real quick. Is that ta- in the same direction as the town where uh, Chris's daughter went? I think the last thing you remember hearing about Emily was that she was in Winnesap City on the south end of the uh, region. Right now, you have a choice between three options as to where to go to. You could go to Newton Town, up in this mountain area over to the west. You could go east to the coast of Mekun Town, where you know that that guy that Phoenix mentioned to you is there. Or you could go to uh, Pippin Town to the north as a stop before Mount Ambrosia. We could also do Mekun and then to Pippin, couldn't we? You look at the map there, there don't seem to be any, like main roads there, but you could cut across the, uh, what seems to be farmland marked on it. Like, that might be fun. I'd be down for that one. Well, majority, what do you guys want to do? Go to Maycoon Town and then Pippin Town? I mean, I'm interested in this mask thing, personally. I kind of want to figure it out, but also, if Chris wants to see his daughter, that, I don't know, is it Newton or Netone? Ah, shit. (laughs) It's Newton. I just made an oopsie fuckle on the map. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. It's like, oh yeah, no, the the update patch for the town hasn't come in yet. Hold on, hold on. I can fix this. Give me a second. No, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I fixed it. Great. I just feel like Mount Ambrosia, like it's called Mount Ambrosia. Like that's got to be important. I'm down for solving the mass mystery too. Like that's where I'm feeling it too. Chris would love to see his little girl again, but he will put that on hold because she should. She seems to be doing fine on her own. So yeah, let's let's go see what's happening with this mask thing. Might be something interesting. Road trip. Road trip. All right. So have we decided where we're going? Yeah, I think we're doing Maycoon and then cutting across the farmland to Pippin. Yep. Okay. So you all hit the hay for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is going to stay up a little bit because you just hear as he's like, oh, I guess I need to go brush my teeth. Why is there mud everywhere? Let's lock our door. Yeah. Oh, Chris is immediately going to like try to quickly barge in before you do that. Now, I know you two. Everyone make a quick check. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie got a zero. Velma got a negative one, which would be bad for them. If Chris did not get a negative two. Yeah! Ah, <laughs> I win. Did you two flood her house? What reason do you have to flood a person's house? It's for the mystery. It was educational. Uh, Good night. Sleep tight. Yeah, it's just, uh, These kids are going to be the death of me. <laughs>